All right, so this is the first podcast of the podcast that doesn't have a name. So we're just going to talk about some stuff, and it's just going to go. And I think the first topic that we're talking about is uh, transhumanism. Uh, we don't really know what it is. We kind of Googled it, did a little base search up. We're just going to roll with it. So uh, Sitting here with us today is uh, Casey. Uh that's just talking currently. Uh, to the left of me, we have Joey. Uh, to the left of him, we have Grayson. Uh, to the left of Grayson, we have Louise. And then to the left of Louise, we have Eli. And then it comes back to me. So we're just gonna we're just gonna roll with it. Yeah, we've uh, we've been ranting for the past couple hours about uh, different political beliefs, uh, started by the political compass test. Uh, which you can find online that separates you into four different quadrants based on your political beliefs after a series of questions. And then we got into another website uh, that analyzed your political beliefs and placed you in the most ideal party for you, I guess you would call it. Uh, And I I got the transhumanist party, and I have no fucking clue what that is. Uh, So yeah, we're... uh, we're just gonna take a look at take a look at what that entails and what what that means. Yeah, you're looking it up. All right, so we got Grayson on the on the interweb looking up transhumanism. Yeah, that's what we were saying. We we're saying Elon, Big Elon's that guy. Here, you want your pass stick. Big Elon guy. So for those that don't know, transhumanism, as defined, is the belief or theory that the human race can evolve beyond its current physical and mental limitations, especially by means of science and technology. That's some real Elon Musk shit. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's even possible. Like, not in our lifetime. Like, that, seem, that, seems, that seems like some far-fetched science, like science fiction type shit. Yeah, I don't know if I believe in this shit. Eli, what do you want to say about this? Yeah, so I can, I can kind of see where I tie in with that. But uh, I, I feel like it's less of, like, evolution and more like we need to set aside these petty ass problems that we got going on on the planet not to say that anything isn't as serious as it is because there are truly a lot of terrible things going on right now but we need to figure out what to do so we can fix that because this is all spoiled potatoes compared to what's what's going on up up above in space you know who knows you know if we don't want to be a giant cosmic laughing stock maybe we need to get our shit together and start exploring we're also watching soccer, so if there's some pauses because we're watching soccer, just as a as a heads up. Currently, I, I don't know how to play soccer, so I'm just uh, I'm just here. Yeah. So when when they're distracted, I'll I'll talk. Um, the uh, yep, the guys in the yellow are are doing pretty good. Not as good as the guys in the blue though. Looks like they're playing. They're... All right, I'm being I'm being informed that the yellow team is bad. That's it. You heard it here first. Don't place your bets on yellow team. Place them on blue team because yellow team sucks. No, but on, on the topic of transhumanism, I don't, I don't know if it's possible in our lifetime. I mean, we've kind of improved ourselves with the technology we have. I mean, look at the way Apple is integrated into, into at least my life. Like, I have the watch and everything that comes with it that, like, just basically has everything at our fingertips. So it's like, I guess, like, at least what... 
Elon Musk would say is that the next step is to put a chip in the brain that does all the same things, and that's kind of like the next step of what transhumanism kind of would be. I mean, putting a microchip in his son's asshole, I mean, that, that, that's a logical step as well. But it's like, that's, that's the next step, but it's like, I don't know if that's ethical, because it's like, you can just fix the brain, but it's like, you're just playing God at that point. Like, is that an ethical step? That's the question I pose to the group. Well, they're definitely already inserting, inserting things into our, our bodies. Like, the coronavirus is so spreadable. Why can't they just check the inside of your mouth? Why can't they check anywhere else? It's almost like when they go all the way back and they twist it around, they're definitely impl implementing something into your brain. Because how else do they get mass control of everybody? So that when we go to our transhumanism destin destiny, they can have everybody in the world just be the subordinates and not hold back and question them. That's how they can get to the moon, apparently, allegedly. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Man said, you know those Q-tips that they stick up your nose for coronavirus tests? They got microchips on them. I mean, shit, maybe they do. But uh, I, think, I think transhumanism would be more of a voluntary thing, or it would be something that we would hear more of in today's society, especially with the United States being a leader in advanced technologies and things like that. I feel like... If this was as commonplace as the government sticking a chip in your nose while you're getting tested for a pandemic, then we would know a lot more about it. Yeah, a uh, uh, quote-unquote pandemic. So one thing I've noticed about the government is that they want, I think, to play dumb so that it makes it seem like they can't have a secret. And with their whole transhumanism destiny, they don't want everybody to know because they know people are going to get upset and get wild like, no, focus on the earth. No, fuck the earth. But... If they really want to make progress, they can't have the people getting in their way. So they're going to be as secretable as possible with the whole transhumanism destiny, but be dumb about everything else, saying they have like whistleblowers and all that shit in the government so that they can play dumb, when really we're the ones being tricked the whole time. First of all, I want to say uh, I don't think secretable is a word, first of all. But besides that, um, we... I don't... I think the government probably knows a little bit more than what they're playing off to, you know, say. Because they probably have something out there that's, they're pretty sure it's a cure. It could be a cure, a vaccine, like like the flu vaccine, right? Not saying it is the flu, that's that's a whole other topic we're not getting into. But, they're, <laughs> they said, they said that it could, it could easily, they could easily have a, like, vaccine but they can't release it to the public yet because like according to like cdc guidelines and like uh who guidelines it has to be you have to like wait a whole year before you can have that that flu in there right well when you got the uh when you have all the the guidelines in place right you don't want to come out like in this pandemic situation you don't want to come out and say like oh you have Oh, if we already have a, a vaccine, why aren't we giving it to people right now? Well, we there's like probably like an eighty five percent chance that it, it's it's gonna work, but you know you still have that fifteen percent, and if it's fifteen percent chance it doesn't work, that's a pretty big margin in terms of oh shit, if it really doesn't work and we just gave all this people stuff, it could make it you could make your like it even worse than what we currently are going through so anyway like i was about to say uh, i was actually at the gas station the other day and uh 
the guy behind the counter. We were talking about the pandemic and all that because they had the TV going on. And uh, he, they were talking about one of the countries is talking about, you know, we have a cure, da-da-da-da-da. And he says, well, if we have a cure, why aren't we rolling that out? And I said, well, you know, you can't just put a cure out on people, right? You, you have to do, like, human testing. And, you know, before that, you have to do lab testing. And it's a really long process. And he says, nah. Like, no explanation. Just, just nah, nah, we don't really need to do that. And I was like, what the fuck? There, there are really some dumbasses out here that don't understand, like, the serious nature of what's going on or the quote-unquote serious nature. Because, again, it, it's really hard to tell what's serious and what's not nowadays because one of our roommates got diagnosed with COVID, like, less than a week ago. And we all got tested and all came back negative. Uh, and and the, guy who, the guy who has it is having the super mild symptoms. It's almost like I didn't even think he should get tested because he wasn't running a cough, he wasn't running a fever, anything like that. Chest pains, that's all he had. So I, I, I'm personally of the opinion that this is uh, being blown up a bit, but do, I, I, I do think it's a seriously infectious disease that we need to wind up. Roundup. Definitely not use Roundup though, because that that is a carcinogen. Um, but that's also that's also another topic we can get into another time. Well, that's what Roundup did. They were like, kill the weeds and then, bam, cancer. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what happened. I mean. I'd like to take a brief moment to rep, uh, to say that the political views expressed in this do not in any way represent complete fact nor do they represent the ideals of any of us us, (laughs) or the transhumanist party. Uh, We're just five guys. We're just talking. So don't take this stuff seriously. But I did read something that, uh, again, do your own research. Uh, But I read something that uh, before COVID really got popular in the area or in the world, I guess I should say. It's like a fad now. It's a fad, yeah. It's popular. It's the new trend. It's like hoop earrings and jeggings. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, Israel came out came out with a uh, like they said they had a cure like two weeks after it became like a big thing, and everyone's like that's that's kind of weird, and they were like yeah well it it just so happens that we adopted the COVID strain of SARS as our model for disease planning, uh, that's that's a little that's a little weird, and also Israel didn't sign the bioweapons treaty. It's only. Like, one of, like, three or four countries that didn't. Just, uh, coincidences. Just give me the mic. I don't even know what I'm going to say. But on the whole thing that conspiracy shit about COVID, I mean, they do say that it was created in the lab. So that's where it could factor into this whole transhumanism thing. Like you Mm -hmm. said, the fact that they're trying to get rid of these older people in society because they're like, first of all, they're not going to accept transhumanism because they're so grounded in their own reality of there's no way that technology can get that far. So if this is all in a play to get us ready for the moon or for space, imagine imagine that, bro. <laughs> but if we're if we're getting rid of older people, like why 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 can't why can't they why can't they get in on the fun, bro? That's the real conspiracy. Why can't why can't old people get in on the fun? I get I get they have bad immune systems, but it, but it's it's space. Who doesn't want to go to space? Old people suck money out of the economy. That's all I got. That's all I was going to say. <laughs>
I don't agree with that. Old people really prop up this economy because they have all this money just sitting around. They got nothing. My grandparents just be putting money in for no reason. They be buying this weird rhubarb shit all the time. First of all, they just be buying random shit all the time, and then they send it to me. And who's giving them that money? Their pensions, bruv. And the government. Yeah, because the government goes, you ain't got nothing else to do besides spend money and do nothing and watch Wheel of Fortune. Shout out grandma. (laughs) See, my grandpa makes a fuck ton of money, but you know why? Not because of Social Security, because he was smart and he was a firefighter, so he didn't make a ton of money, but he got a pension. But as soon as he retired, he started investing shit in the stock market. And now he's like, booling. He's like, I can take my wife anywhere I want. I can, we can go holiday on some random ass island if we want to. And it's not because I'm draining money from the government. It's because I made smart investments. And if other people did that, I would not have as much of a problem. Yeah, my grandpa, uh, he puts salt on ham. So that's about all I got. Um, and it says the occasional slur that you can't repeat. That's about all my grandpa's good for. Uh, uh, but but I definitely do think, though, that, like, with the coronavirus, the coronavirus definitely is, like, the perfect setup for transhumanism. Like, we've got... They're putting stuff into our heads. They're keeping quiet about it. And, like, we have some of the best smart people in the world how can we like not figure out some sort of cure why is taking them so gosh darn long but they've already bypassed some of the the normal regulations they've already edited them so that people could get stuff out faster but like i you're getting rid of old people you're leaving just the young and strong that are left even young people are dying but they're the ones that aren't strong that's why you need a certain few and the strongest to be able to survive the trip into space. Their bodies can't handle that. If you're fat and obese and have a terrible immune system and die from the disease, like that kid from Western Michigan, then then you're not going to make it into space. So it sucks, but that's the reality of what it is, though. If we look at WALL-E, right? The movie WALL-E, the Disney movie that's everyone's so fond of. There's a lot of people out there that, uh, in that movie, they were, they were, they were quite obese. And they were able to survive in space. Because they were in space for so long. Yeah, but still, you know. That's the, they got obese. If the, yeah, well, there you go. Doesn't mean you can't survive in space no, as, a, as, space. A, as a large march. It's the getting to space that's pressure to Yeah. I mean. Too much gravity. Yeah, I mean, you could, but. Too much gravity. Too much mass in that ass. All right, listen. I don't know if there's a, a rule book or anything saying a large march cannot make it into space. <laughs> but. We could easily get someone in who's like, you know, I don't know. Grace, how much you weigh? Like, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right. So, I don't know. I don't know. Say, say we got, say we got someone who's like two eighty five, right? Two eighty five, like five nine, five ten, right? That's a, that's a that's a hefty that's a hefty man. All right. For, first, for, yeah, I'm not Six saying three. I'm not saying you, Grayson. I'm not saying you. But yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, I think there's I think there's a good chance we could get a large Marge into space. Like you might have to you might have to give the give the rocket a little bit extra thrust, but that's okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, you know your daughter. Yeah, she's not gonna be able to make the trip. Uh, Congresswoman so and so. You know, yeah, the the one that's like 500 pounds. Yeah, no, I know that that one. Yeah, no, sorry. She's taking up two seats. Your daughter can't make the trip. <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about right now. Just 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 so y'all know. 
let the records reflect that this podcast to be named is not discriminating against fat people. We love all of our fans. We are fat ourselves. We have some fat guys on our podcast ourselves. Yeah, you shut your fucking <laughs> mouth. We said ourselves. Damn, damn. Joe Joey's a fake fat person. He he th- he thinks he's gaining weight, but he's really not. He just that five foot middle school frame ain't getting in. <laughs> <laughs> the five foot middle school frame. Fucking shot my pole dick. Damn. T Rex arms. T Rex arms like uh like CeeLo Green. He's like you've been driving downtown. CeeLo Green is definitely not going to space. Nah. Hey bro, you cannot tell CeeLo Green he's not going to space. Oh, you know what, you, I want you to go to CeeLo Green's house and be the one to tell him he's not going to space. I will go to CeeLo Green's house and I'll tell him he's not going to space. Where's he live? Somewhere in California, I bet. <laughs> Probably, that's a good guess. <laughs> Start talking about Kanye. Start talking about Kanye? Alright, it's over. Kanye being favorite or transhumanism? Kanye would... Do you think he... Do you think we can convince Kanye to push the transhumanist agenda? In, okay. in America, if if we decked out Kanye West in cybernetics, he'd be so he'd be so down for it. You think so? Again, he is a religious man. He is quite religious. That's pretty like so like sacrilegious to like to... throw a robot. Like robot Jesus? I don't know if that's. I think that's sacrilegious. I think that's pretty <laughs> sacrilegious. Robot Jesus. So like as as a religious person as Kanye is, he probably believes that it's like against God's will to alter with his divine creations, but. What if you make those microchips like Yeezys, like sponsored by Adidas, and he can profit off those microchips? Yeah, Easy Gap collab, but it's also I mean like Easy Gap Tesla collab. It's like <laughs> sponsored by Elon. Yes. Branded by Yeezy. Sold by Gap. Sold by Gap. <laughs> See, I was raised in a Christian household, so like, I kind of understand the the idea there, but um, in my personal opinion. God, you did a great job, but you know, you know, we can improve it. We can do better. We can go faster. We can jump higher. So you did a great job setting down the groundwork, but like, why shouldn't we be able to improve ourselves now? We're getting to the point where we're smart enough. We have the ability to do so. We should be able to do it without being in fear of the big man in the sky saying, you've gone too far. So what I have to say about that is, uh, Steroids and doping. So we 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 don't. Yeah. So if if you if you really want a tiny wiener, all right, but you want to you want huge biceps, I mean, go for it. You know, I don't I don't I think there's no issue. I think there's no issue. <laughs> you want to say that closer to the mic a little bit, Louise? Yeah. So um, you know, I got pretty good biceps. You know, I benched 360 back in high school. But my my dick, it uh. <laughs> but my I can't kind of can't see my dick past my belly. So I want it on the record. You're not going to space either. Now, <laughs> just straight off, straight off of this podcast, we're gonna say no. He ain't going to space. No, see, people are gonna listen to this podcast. The people who are in charge of picking who goes to space, and they're gonna go. None of y'all are going to space anymore. <laughs> That's a shame. That's all I fucking want is to go to space. But yeah, like roids and stuff, you know? Like, if, if you want to improve the ability to, to hit a baseball 500 yards, you should be allowed to do that. 500 yards? 500. Feet, yeah, 500. <laughs> hey, you, hey if, you ta- if you take enough roids, you can do that. I don't think Barry Bonds ever hit one that 
know, but still, I'm, I'm not just no, like so. So can we can we all agree that Aaron Judge is not on steroids? His ass can't even stay on the field. Fuck the Yankees. <laughs> Jeez. So if, if you say Aaron Judge is not on steroids, give 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 Aaron Judge hella steroids. And then he and then he smashes the ball a ton. Back on the topic of Aaron Judge, all I gotta say about these athletes making in his fucking loads of cash. You can kick a field goal between this motherfucker's front teeth. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like stray hand too. Like that sack of shit beat us in the Super Bowl, making all this money, and you can kick a field goal between his teeth. Somebody just tell me why. That motherfucker Michael Strahan. Said, I love the McRib so much. And I said, you know why you love that McRib? It's because the bone goes right between your front teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Unprovoked shots, bro. Unprovoked shots. (laughs) But back on the topic of transhumanism and religion, bro. Michael Strand might hear this. He might be our first subscriber. You never know. NFL on Fox about to start sponsoring us. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, but on the topic of transhumanism to religion, you could say, you could say that God gave us these abilities to improve ourselves, so why not use them? That's what I'm saying. So what, like, he gave us the, the elements and everything that we can to make these improvements, so why not use them in the way that we best see fit? It may not be what some... Like, pastor down in Texas or somewhere thinks, hey, this is what you should use these for. And, but it's like, we're using the stuff that God gave us to really improve ourselves and improve our own understanding of the world, which is what I feel like religion kind of is. And it's like, why not improve our, not our, only our understanding of our world, but other worlds as well to see what that's all about. I lost my train of thought. I took the mic and I lost my train of thought. I was going to say, oh, yeah. See, I, I, I totally think the human species should evolve and get better and we're doing it slowly because evolution takes time uh but human beings are literally the ultimate pursuit predator like we you don't think of it because you don't think humans can run very fast compared to other animals or swim very fast or jump very far but we might not be able to swim faster than a fish but i'd like to see a fish climb a tree might not be able to climb as well as a monkey but i'd like to see a monkey run a marathon why shouldn't we be able to we have all of these abilities human beings can conquer any terrarium on the planet, which is something that cannot be said for any other animal. I think that we should be able to increase these abilities in ourselves and not have a moral conundrum about it. Like, we didn't have moral conundrums when we tamed the first horses to ride and go faster. We didn't have moral conundrums when we built automobiles to make ourselves go faster. We didn't have moral conundrums when we bought or when we built supersonic jets that let us travel past the speed of sound. Like, we should be able to do this. Augment ourselves. As long as there is a safe and generally uh, a regulated process, I, I would say. When it comes to transhumanism with religion, I feel like the transhumanist movement is just like, God, hold my beer. I don't think they would be for it at all. Because they're like, well, God made this earth. We need to love it. But, and that space is too, if you started to get too smart, then you're trying to play God. And they don't like that. 
See, I agree with that. But if God gave us this planet, why didn't he give us the universe? Why are we playing with one toy when he gave us millions? I agree completely. I'm just saying, I think what the, the Christian community does not, does not like the whole idea of transhumanism. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely still not going to space. And I think I just shot my pants and I might be back. Well, while Luis checks his pants, I'll mention that I, I agree with that. Uh, my grandma, being a super conservative Christian, doesn't even like the idea of tattoos or piercings. So I can only, I can only imagine her thoughts on what it would be like. Like, oh yeah, I just got a subdermal machine implanted in me, and she'd be like, oh my god, I think I'm going to have a heart attack and die now. You are the devil. <laughs> Literally, I would become Satan in her eyes. But she's like that until you say, if you get one, you don't have the heart attack, because it regulates your entire body. You don't have bad knees. Oh, God, we, put, we put this chip in, and it regulates your body better than any human could. So, I mean, it regulates everything. That, I mean, that's at least what we're talking about, of making yourself better, is that it will be able to make your body function at a higher level than ever before, if at the very least prevent a lot of, per, like, diseases and, de like, at least degenerative diseases of the body where you would no longer be, like, your, like, your body wouldn't break down by, like, at least at a, the astronomical rate it does now. Like, it would make no sense for, like, a good old Grandma Karen to, like, be upset about us going to space, or getting upset about, like, having chips inside of us that make us more stronger and faster, but, like, you have to take medicine so you don't, your, your arteries don't clot, so, like, you're already having to, like, put medicine in your body constantly, and if you're having to do all of that, it's, chips are just a little bit better and more, more long-term and sustainable, but you already take, you already pump ourselves with medicine anyways, so, I mean, I don't understand what the big deal of having chips in us, but I don't think Grandma Karen's gonna like that. Just something to add on to that argument, as someone who's going into the field of cybersecurity, uh, as we become more digital as a species, uh, <laughs> Luis is making a joke over there, but yeah, like, like he said, uh, literally hacking people's bodies will become a thing. And that's, that's a scary thought, because we can already barely protect our, uh, our servers and databases when they're not inside of our bodies and making sure that we're surviving. So we really need to figure out, like, it, or we need to advance in the field of technology, especially in security, uh, to prevent that. Because pacemakers and things like that are already being used as weapons in cyber crimes. So we're about to lose all possible endorsement opportunities from Chipotle where this conversation's about to go. But uh, I just ordered Chipotle a couple days ago, and they couldn't even send me the right burrito. How am I supposed to trust somebody to put this chip in my head and, like tell me what to do and shit like if i can't even get my chicken burrito that i asked for how am i supposed to get to another planet from this chip bro well generally uh the people who do those kind of operations and things are people who have uh no yeah chips. <laughs> yeah well no <laughs> no not, not not that but um they're people who are you know trained in that subject like heavily so like uh, i was reading it to to be an ex no, to be an expert, to be an expert in a subject, you have to have worked ten thousand ten thousand hours on that subject, right? To be an expert, at twenty four. That's like a long ass time. <laughs> but uh, regardless of that, um, all right. So if you're working twenty four hours, 
for this. Over a year. Yeah. Straight. Straight. On, no sleep, no eat, no anything else, right? <laughs> Bless you. There's a lot of uh, reason to believe that a doctor who's been trained in, you know, brain surgery and inputting a chip and all this other stuff, those would probably be the people that would do that type of, like, operation or surgery before we can commercially do it as, like, you know, just like a random Joe Schmo doing it, right? Because that's, that's the ideal thing that we're going to try to do is we're going to try to get it to where you can have it to be like, oh, we're just going to put it in your ear and it's just going to integrate into your brain or, like, we're going to just take it, stick a thing up your nose and it's just going to go in your brain or, like, whatever. I don't know. I'm not big... Uh, you know, in your eye or some some shit. I don't know, but it, the way the way it's gonna the way it's gonna work, it's not gonna be some you know Chipotle hoss working working the stand. He's it's gonna be you know as at least at least at the start at least at the start it's gonna be you know someone who specializes because even Chipotle at the start it wasn't uh one it wasn't just like oh you know I'm an expert Chipotle guy I know I've I've done this a million trillion times no it wasn't that it was like some executive told this one dude how to do it and then they had this dude do it and they had this dude do it it's probably not going to be like that it's probably going to be like mega expert until we can do that which is probably never going to happen well that also brings up the question of uh, if we're at this point in time where people are being cybernetically enhanced that robots won't be carrying out the surgery instead of doctors you know honestly that's probably what it's gonna be to be honest so everything that Casey just said all valid points my next question for the group if this was possible one would you do it and two since we know it's always gonna start with the celebrities first being the first ones to get access to it who do you think is gonna take it first I'd say I'd say I'd definitely do it because why, I mean why not? Why not have a, a brain implant in that could run your body better than you could ever hope of of doing it? And it's like as for their celebrity, I think I mean I think it's gonna be it's gotta be Elon because I think I th- I think I think it's like it's his baby because it's like it's something he always talks about that like as soon as he can he'll do it. So I think it'll be him because I think it'll probably be the per- he'll be the person that actually comes up with it and he'll be like. Fuck it, I'm going to test it on myself and see what happens. You see, I'm really torn if I'd want it to be on myself because, like, being able to walk and not be in pain for once would be kind of nice. But, like, it's my body and, like, I kind of, like, it's a little spooky to, to kind of think, though, the fact of, like, something could just, like, boom, now you have a perfect body. But I, I'd honestly probably say I wouldn't. But I would, like, be definitely on the fence. But the celebrity that I think would definitely go first would definitely be Dennis Rodman. He would definitely just see the idea of like having a chip and having a crate like a crazy ass brain or body. He would be like, "Yes, all the rebounds in the world." So Louise, you said you said before that you haven't been able to see your penis lately. <laughs> My question to you is if this if this chip helped you be able to see it, would that then change your mind? Damn. Or I could just get off my lazy ass and do some crunches. Well, which one is more likely? <laughs> would would I would I 
implement a thing into my body. Yes. Probably. No, but but for 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 real, I would I would definitely uh, do something. I don't know what it would be, but if they if there was like a list of options and I could pick from it, probably probably nothing like crazy because I'm not like one to stray away from you know all naturality. Um, but we 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 already do kind of. Uh, adjust you know humans right we already have like that transhumanist uh you know abilities today in a sense in terms of uh like laser eye surgery because it's, it's take it's instead of it is still a surgery but it's 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 like the first stepping stone into that because like if i got laser eye surgery i wouldn't have to wear glasses anymore Right, it's basically the same thing. It's not the same thing as like a hip replacement or like a heart valve transplant, where that's something you absolutely definitely need because your body can't handle that types type of stuff anymore. Or like for a hip transplant, if you break your hip and you're old, you need to have that you know that metal ball socket in your hip so you can actually move and walk around so you're not in pain anymore. I don't need laser eye surgery, but I could definitely see myself in the future getting laser eye surgery because. You know, I just want to see without wearing glasses or contacts because that sucks. Uh, so, in my opinion, yeah, I would definitely do it. I would be more robot than man if I could. Like Cyborg yeah. from Teen Titans? Oh, I'm talking about taking my mind out and just dumping it in a robot. So you're so, like... Organic uh, matter slows us down. So, like, Modoc? I was thinking more like Arnim Zola. Oh, okay. Yeah, that seems a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I I perp, perp, honestly, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm a little bit attached to my body. But if I knew I could just be that much fucking better, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. This organic shell does nothing for me, other than house my brain and move around for me. It's nothing but, a, a, it's it's essentially a robot made of organic tissue. Electric impulses from your brain control your muscles and move. It's the same thing as wires and cables in a robot. So like the a brain is just a super advanced computer. That's really all it is. So like the robot thinks in Fallout 4. Yeah, kind of like a synth, I would say. So I've actually changed my mind. I've learned that I really hate myself. So I feel like <laughs> g- g- having a brain that actually works might not be the worst idea. So I might go whole team cyborg. Because I'm going to have like half my body is going to be metal by the time I'm like 30 anyways. And I'm going to be the spokesman for life order by 25. <laughs> So I got another question. We were talking about Aaron Judge and Michael Strahan before. Made me think of big ass teeth field goal posts looking ass. Yeah. But question. If this is like making yourself like physically enhanced, would you have to make new sports leagues for people to do this? Like, what, what, what would happen to sports? sports. I like, feel like it would become a niche. You would have organic and non-organic or enhanced. But then... So if we had enhanced football, with which would be a better product, why would anybody watch non-enhanced football? It's kind of like NASCAR, right? Because for like you got NASCAR, and then you got or you got horse racing, right? And then we have we're like, oh well, how can we make horse racing better? Let's do it with cars. Well, you still have horse racing, right? And there's still like the camaraderie of having horse racing, and I think that's what the biggest thing would be with like normal with natural football are we calling it natural football 
Is that the consent? Natural and enhanced, right? So we have natural football. I think there would be a big camaraderie with natural football. But then when you have, like, some random uh, Joe Schmo who's, like, doesn't play football regularly, doesn't exercise regularly, but has this enhancement to his body, and he wants to play enhanced football, he's able to play enhanced football. So it's not the same, like... I wouldn't say there would be the same type of camaraderie in enhanced football than natural football, kind of like like the Kentucky Derby. Like that's one of the biggest races of the year. It's it's highly betted on. Like it's it's betted on way more than NASCAR. Like that it's it's going to be like that type of thing. You know, like how can the most natural of natural, uh, how can the most natural thing win? Like how natural can you get? To, to be the win that the one that wins without enhancements, you know, because you have NASCAR, you have like what, uh, six or seven different brands of cars out on the track at the same time, four, three. All right, well I don't watch NASCAR like that, but regardless, right? You got three brands of cars out on out on the on the field right now. Well, they're competing to see which car, which brand of car is the fastest, and obviously you have the driver and you have all that other stuff. But in a horse race, it's it's the same. It's 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 similar, but it's not. Uh, you you might have different breeds of horses, but most of the time there's a consensus to like, oh, this type of horse is the horse you want to ride with, right? You might have like, uh, the hooves might be different. The hooves, the hooves. I can't say that word. Hooves, hooves. All right. I'm from Pittsburgh, so I say it a little different than than these um, Midwesterners out here. Yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh's not Midwest. Yeah, it is in the Midwest. No, it's not. Yeah, yes, it is. Nah. Are you an East Coast guy? Nah. No, that's Philly. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh west of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, New York is its own thing, and then there's New England, but I feel like Pittsburgh is, like, not a part of any of those other ones. It only fits the Midwest. But is West Virginia, but is West Virginia the Midwest? Then I, w- I would say we're closer to West Virginia than we are to the, the South, the Midwest. Getting back to the topic on hand, I think uh, with not talking about West Virginia and the people there and their lack of teeth, uh, not going to that, not going that far. Getting back to the topic at hand, talking about enhanced versus natural football, I feel like with if you were to have a enhanced football league, it would still any player there would still have tremendous benefit from not only just be, not just becoming a robot man. Like that's not what we're talking about here. I feel like we're talking about, you know, your quarterback is going to have a gun for not like an actual gun, but like a a cannon for an arm. He just hucks it all the way across the field with a cybernetic arm. Or like you've got a a running back who's got mechanical legs or some shit like that. We're not talking about full robotics, and these people are going to have the opportunity to prove themselves uh, that they can be the most in harmony, both organic and inorganic materials. Uh, So training your body will still have that edge. People who have trained their whole lives will still have that edge over your average Joe Joe Schmo who got his arm replaced you're still going to have all of that physical and mental conditioning for your organic parts, uh, as well as 
uh, your mechanical ones. So, <clears throat> that being said, I feel like there could be two very competitive leagues, both in natural and enhanced, uh, without either one of them going stale. And I feel like uh, diehard fans of the sport will obviously flock to the natural, whereas people who are more interested in the future, as well as some of those uh, uh, old fans, will come and see what this enhanced is and become fans. Because... I feel like there's something very inspiring about seeing a human break its limitations and push past what we were meant to do. And an enhanced football league or an enhanced sport league of any kind would truly show us things we have never seen before in human history, feats that have never been accomplished. I'm just going to say that was pretty well said. One thing that I kind of wonder about is like regulations on like how much you can change your body. For the league. Because you kind of run into the issue, too, of, like, human rights. Not human rights, but, like, the life of the athlete post the sport. Because, I mean, they're all going to have to retire eventually. Unless you, like, really can make your body go for, like, ever. That would really run it. Like, for athletes, a long-ass time, that would definitely have a lot of, like, how would you do drafts and stuff? How would you get new players? But I think the, the more thing I'm worried about, though, is that, like, if you spend your whole life getting these different implantments and all these different things for sports, that when you get out, you're, like... Now what? Like, I, I, well, I worry about the quality of life afterwards if they go full in with a ton of, like, implements and stuff for your bodies. And, like, you come afterwards, you're like, man, this all these implements actually just tore all the good organic parts of my body up and, like, destroyed me. Because I wonder what the health, health uh, repercussions are because of it. Well, ideally, the health repercussions would be minimal. Uh, and athletes playing in pro leagues would theoretically... Uh, being that this would be a commonplace thing in this universe, in this future, uh, these athletes would definitely have more than enough money to get their parts switched out for non-athletic ones. Or like, this is pure speculation because obviously, in this in this fake universe, there are athletic versions of you know legs or arms versus you know ones that are built for purely strength or jump height or you know whatever. So, as well as, like, common models that would be made available to the average everyday citizen. A, someone who lost a leg, or someone who has the money to get their leg replaced, or their legs, if they want to. So, in terms of health repercussions, that would be something we'd have to monitor. But that's just like any new technology. I mean, we didn't know what the repercussions of nuclear technology would be when we started doing it. But we pushed forward, and a lot of people got hurt for it. But that is the way progress goes. You can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. I think that's going to conclude the topic of transhumanism. Uh, Tune in next time for for another great podcast. Uh, Still don't know what what we're going to call this podcast, but we'll think of a name. Uh, You know, until then, until then... Uh, We will see you on the next cast.